0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Social Liability Podcast, the podcast where we discuss those folks in our lives that violate the social contracts that we all agree to live by. I am your host, The Raspberries, with my co host, The Buck, bringing you new and interesting stories from the far reaches of the interwebs. Buck, you've sent me a lot of stuff this week, and I, I can see quite clearly that you've been trolling the Florida Man subreddit again. Don't
1: deny it. You know what? No, I'm not going to deny it. I'm actually quite. Quite, I was. I was a little underwhelmed at at the availability of people really f- growing up life this week. Yeah, and it, uh, it, and the pickings are kind of slim. Yeah, I, I mean, now I'll tell you what though, I'm looking forward to next week's episode, so that way we can get hold of all the April Fool's shenanigans. Yeah,
0: so yeah. I, you know, dude, I, mean, I, I, I
1: hate fucking April Fool's Day.
0: I really do. For somebody mm-hmm. who is is. in a a, uh a rural region of the united states there's not a whole lot going on so the bulk of my day my interactions with people even when i'm working are, are done virtually because that's the only way i can contact folks that don't live in this little sphere and you can't trust anything that happens on the internet nothing on april 1st nothing can be trusted and you know People that I want to do a practical joke, even when you know, when it's not like an internet based thing, you may think it's funny, but nobody else does. Okay, it's stupid, mm. it's a stupid holiday, my opinion. Completely my opinion.
1: Well, I, I, no, 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 I, I kind of agree. Um, you know, there was some stigma around it when I was a little kid, like, ah, April, Fool's, and you know, whatever, but you've got adults out there doing shit like this to each other and that's just... Dude,
0: on St. Uh, Patrick's yeah. Day a guy walked up to me and pinched my legs He said, you know, we we're in green. When he pinched my leg, he almost got punched in the face. <laughs> I mean, just... Yeah. This is not a good mm. practice, folks.
1: <laughs> no. No. You know, in the last hundred years, we've we've learned to respect people's personal space. Pinching somebody when they're not Especially some... I wouldn't even do it to a friend, much less a fucking stranger.
0: coworker. Or
1: somebody uh, or a coworker. Coworkers I I'd, I'd do it to a stranger before I did it to a coworker. But either way man, that I you know, I've noticed a trend. Now now that we're sitting here, you know, talking about it, you know, this is the week before April Fools. Or or you know, the week of April Fools, but so essentially it, I'm it was, looking articles yesterday.
0: before It was yesterday, yeah. Yeah.
1: But so I'm poaching articles from the prior week and every time that like same thing with St. Patrick's day, same thing with Valentine's day, same every time there's a day on the calendar that, that as a nation we celebrate, I find it very difficult to find stories the week, uh, you know, the week before that happens. And I just, I always wondered like, I wonder if, uh, if like, you know, crazy is, you know, tidally locked to a calendar because we always calm down the week before a calendar event. And then the calendar event hits and then I can get all sorts of new, fresh new shit. And it's, yeah. but either way, man, you know, I'm kind of excited to see what articles out of the handful you picked. And, uh, and let's go ahead and dive right into it. What do we got up first? Well, the first one comes from
0: WKBN 27 news, Robber in Warren asked victim to pinky promise not to report it. <laughs> Since out of Warren, Ohio, a uh, reported robbery victim told police that the robber made him pinky promise that he wouldn't call authorities after stealing eighty dollars from him in Warren. The victim said the robbery happened near the pit stop gas station at ten forty p.m. Let's just stop right there. Can we, like, as a society, agree that we no longer need to have gas stations referred to as the pit stop? It's not a chain it is literally it's one of those things where everywhere you go there's a there's a pit stop gas station there's a brother's pizza uh what else what else there there, come on folks original names just get on it
1: yeah the curl up and die hair salon that idea kind of went out in the 90s too we can stop that one if we're just going to go ahead and
0: the curl up and die Mm -hmm. hair salon yeah i haven't seen that one (laughs) it's pretty bad yeah, that's pretty
1: bad. Well, I, it's actually really good. Just kind of antiquated. But either way, we digress. Go back into it.
0: The 22-year-old man said he was walking along Youngstown Road southeast when he was approached by a man wearing a ski mask. There's your first indicator he's something wrong. The man asked if he was a drug dealer, and when he responded that he wasn't, the robber pulled out a pocket knife and demanded money from him. What would have been your response if he was a drug dealer?
1: According- you know what though i i got i gotta give the guy a little credit for vetting out your victims you know i mean you you don't want to overreach you 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 go and roll over a drug dealer you're kind of biting off more than you can chew it's a good qualifying question in my opinion you know just putting it out there
0: according to the report the victim estimated the robber took about 80 dollars from him before making him pinky promise that he wouldn't call the cops the robber then rode off on a bicycle. <laughs> Police said the victim was not able to give them a good description of the robber as it was dark at the time of the robbery. Officers checked the nearby area pit stop for a man riding a bicycle but were unable to find anyone. <laughs> oh, I didn't think Don't call the cops, okay?
1: <laughs> I don't know, man. I think we might be dealing with a real bona fide criminal here. He's employing all of like the like the lock and key strategies here, man. This is this He's is the guy in court.
0: ID- this is the, this He's, is the guy that goes to court and says, "Your Honor, I, I would like to disqualify this witness. He uh, did enter into a contractual agreement by pinky promising not to call the police." Yeah, it's, it's,
1: <laughs> I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you, this guy has got some ironclad rationale, man. Using the timeless gesture of the pinky promise to like seal the coffin on your heist. I mean, I'd love to see this guy's flow chart. He's probably got a star date in his bedroom lining out exactly how the heist is going to go. You know, flow charts and everything. Vet out the victim. Are you a drug dealer? Yes. No go. No. Proceed to robbery. You know? Yeah, I can see him like you know, diagram you know, diagramming it out anything over twenty dollars, glamouring success. I mean, like this dude scored and he got away with it. I got to give him all the credit in the world.
0: <laughs> well, our next story. Well, I guess we got to rate this.
1: Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm I, a pinky promise on a on a on a robbery, man.
0: I don't know who you're. I mean,
1: this is. guy's. <laughs> I, no, 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 no. This this guy screams a two.
0: I don't know. He did pull a knife.
1: Which end was he holding?
0: We don't know.
1: (laughs) Again, Screams 2. This guy is a 2 all day long.
0: There's there's your buck rating. Our next story comes from Tampa Bay Free Press. I love this website so much. The title is Florida Man Nicknamed Fudge Jailed After Beating Up Mom Calling Her for Bail Money.
1: (laughs) Stop right there. I want you before you even proceed with this article i want you to give like the best because v- we're, we're we're doing audio here i want you to visually paint a picture of what this man looks like it's
0: it's kind of jarring um in one of the like the star wars prequels there's a this frog creature thing with this big like thing hanging off its neck is its neck so fat visualize mm-hmm. that to start with he's hunched over has that that big waddle from his chin neck um it looks like his hair was he's cut short but was set on fire at some point it honestly looks like burnt hair on his head um one eye needs to get off the unemployment line and get a job because it's the laziest damn thing i've ever seen looking to the left the other one's looking straightforward his mouth is agaped open his nose looks like a crooked road going down a country uh down through the country um the guy's got a lot of moles (laughs) and everything is bloodshot this is a visually disturbing looking image
1: right and so i'm gonna summarize all of that by stating if anybody wants to know if true love actually exists in the world i suggest you look up our podcast and this will probably be the thumbnail and look at this photo because somebody actually like ensured this man made it this far in life.
0: Well, we in some
1: way, shape or form. Somebody loved him enough to get him through this far. Somebody actually did that. We, so we haven't done just, uh, you know,
0: thumbnails in a while because of, <laughs> I've been really lacking on the YouTube stuff. I need to get on that, but I do leave links uh, in in the description of the podcast to this um, this.
1: <laughs> this 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 photograph is a must see. If you just look, up really uh, is.
0: Florida man named Fudge. I'm sure you're going to find it. <laughs> it's mm. it's it's visually disturbing.
1: I ah I, uh, I want to say more about this man, but to spare everybody my you know rantings we'll just dive right into it let's see what fudge had this had to do
0: scott robert kester 45 also known as the one and only scott fudge is behind bars in Marin county after taking an uber to a grocery store according to now, the village news.com isn't village news.com the the website for the villages isn't it let me look let me look I, i'm curious keep uh it might be oh.
1: i just i'm just surprised i'm surprised somebody actually gave this man a ride well it is i reason. i really I like it no i don't even care like this the, it, true love exists and people will do anything for money this, we are learning all sorts of of real like truths of the world based on this article alone we've only read two sentences and we've already got two facts two checks in a box
0: Well, Kester, 45, was under community control sentence that requires him to remain in his home where he lived with his mom. But against all odds, Kester was determined to get to the Winn-Dixie and violate the court order. This arrest triggered an investigation where authorities learned that Kester, maybe, K-E-R-S-T-E-R, Kester, has attacked his mother a month earlier outside a Beef O'Brady's location. The judge ordered there be no contact between Fudge and his mother. After being in jail overnight on March 20th, Kester needed $1,000 in bail money, and his mom was only a phone call away. According to thevillagenews.com, Kester, Kirster, I guess, uh, told his mother that the bail was set $1,000. He also advised her he could not return to their home per the judge's order. His mother told him she would uh, call once she had an opportunity to speak to a lawyer calling his mother violated the no contact order and pushed Fudge deeper into trouble. The investigator in the, uh, into the violation uh, of the contact order ensued and Kirster's mother denied speaking with him until the investigator let her in on a secret. The investigator listened to the phone call. <laughs> Fudge may be facing additional charges and he will update uh, we, they will update the story if and when they do. Uh, it should be noted that in 2020, Kirster was arrested after stealing money from a tip jar at a local pizzeria. <laughs> uh, I love the ones that, yeah you don't you really see it with the mom and son, but you you see it a lot of time with domestic violence cases too. It's a sad thing. It's uh, where they call the, the victim for bail money. And a lot of times the victim shows up to pay the bail. So it, it's actually a really sad yeah, thing, yep. and you probably it probably is a domestic violence situation, and it's probably one that just hasn't been addressed for decades.
1: Yeah, it is. Uh, it is quite unfortunate.
0: How would you feel you having, know, you, ha- that... having to pat down fudge? You, I you got to check all the roles too. Uh,
1: you know what? We have quite. I can smell. A I can smell
0: this picture, dude.
1: Yeah, that's exactly like this man is is probably since I can't actually like be in physical proximity of him. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with mm, conservatively. He's offensive to at least three of my five senses. Uh, I mean, it would be it be it be rough having having him as an inmate. Um, that's that's the kind of guy who, you know, like you don't even want to open the food port. You're just <laughs> like, ugh. ugh, ugh, It's like, it's like you got to call in a favor to give another inmate another meal tray. To like go in and hose his cell down while he's in the shower, you're like, all right, you know, it's like, hmm. Like, anything that I don't actually have to do, I'm going to try and, like, leverage somebody else to do for me. That's that's this kind of in me. Like, mm. No, 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 it's not a hugger. It's just called smart. Like, you're the kind of guy that I would ditch on a lunch break with all the shit left to do on this guy. And then I'd just walk off the block and shamelessly be like, and if it's not done, now it's your fault. Like, I, I would do that. I would pass the. I would. Not not to you necessarily. Maybe to somebody like Slick. <laughs> but yeah, either way. <laughs>
0: Don't speak ill of the dead. Uh, moving on.
1: No, 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 no. Did it. Did, is that true? Yes. Oh, no. I just did. Okay. Maybe somebody like Cook. There you go.
0: Okay. And we're back for the second half of the show. We're going straight to Osola. Ocala, Ocala, what is this? O-C-A-L-A. What is that? Come on, tell me. Ocala. Ocalanews.com. We're staying in Florida, folks. The 39-year-old Ocala woman with a severe prior theft conviction was arrested after she stole multiple steaks from a local Publix. Yes, indeed. On Wednesday, a Marion County Sheriff's Office deputy responded to the Publix located on 49th Avenue in Ocala in reference to a retail theft. A male employee told the deputy that a woman later identified as Mary Edith Holder uh, had had, had placed packages of meat inside of her purse and exited the store without paying. The employee advised that he confronted Holder in the parking lot, and she allegedly told him she would return the items once she was inside her vehicle. Holder then walked her to her vehicle, climbed inside, handed the four packages of meat to the employee. (laughs) When Holder began driving away, the employee used his cell phone to take pictures of her license plate. The store also had video surveillance footage from the time of the incident. According to the MCSO report, the video shows Holder as she walked through the store at 7.04 p.m., grabbed four packages of meat, and walked away from the camera towards a man. Once she was next to the man, she began walking down the beer aisle, and the meat packages were no longer visible. Uh, They both walked to a cash register, and the man paid for several grocery items. Holder walked out of the front doors of the store without paying for the meat, and employees followed her into the parking lot. According to Publix, the total value of the meat, which consisted of two New York strip steaks and two ribeye steaks, was $127.73. Dear God, those better have been some good steaks. Uh, The computer search of the license plate that was uh, photographed by the employee revealed Holder's address. When deputies arrived at Holder's residence, the man was seen uh, with her on the surveillance footage answered the front door. Inside the residence, deputies found Holder inside a bathroom where she was hiding behind a shower curtain. (laughs) Holder admitted that she was inside the grocery store, but denied taking the packages of meat. The MCSO report indicated that a computer search of Holder's criminal history revealed a conviction for petty theft in Lake County on September of 2017, along with a grand theft conviction in Polk County in September of 2019. Holder was arrested and transported to the Marion County Jail, where she is currently being held on $2,500 bond. She is facing a felony charge of second-degree petty theft. Really? Okay. Uh, the court date is scheduled for Tuesday, May 3rd at 9 a.m., according to the jail records. She's hiding behind the shower curtain.
1: Hmm. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I. You know what? I mean, we've got. We've got. Oh, I'm so glad that all these people are 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 no longer out and and so dangerous I mean we've locked up what two criminal masterminds so far we've got We've got the pinky promise guy. thank God he's not even caught yet. I mean he's still at large people I mean lock your windows and 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 you know a pinky promise that you make while wearing gloves may not count, so you know be wary of that. And and you know now now we've got we've got this woman, who apparently is like you know an evasive master. You know, hiding behind every shower. Cur- I, I I don't even know. I'm surprised they found her. <laughs> I I it's just where where like how could you? She was probably flabbergasted when I caught her. She's like, how could they have found my secret hiding location? But no, I've got uh, you know people who steal food. I don't know. I mm, I have a hard time with that because you know yeah, there's steaks. It's not like you know, but we don't know how hungry she is. We don't know what her situations like. Stealing is wrong. Okay, I'm not oh, trying. No, no, no. I'm not. No, 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 no. I'm stopping. Well, you. no, no. I'm muting you.
0: You're muted. <laughs> no, I'm gonna stop you for a second i'm gonna stop you and this is why i'm stopping you she didn't take items that would you know just to keep you alive she she honestly she went and stole four steaks she didn't take hamburger she didn't take uh pasta she didn't take things where you go i'm sorry for this person i'll go ahead and pay for these myself and let you on your way um you don't. I. I don't. Nothing screams I want to help you when you steal two New York strip steaks and two ribeye steaks valued at one hundred and twenty-seven dollars and seventy-three cents.
1: So, like I said, I got a problem with with looking at people that are stealing food and chastising them for it. But, but like, you know, I was thinking that like these are four steaks. It's not pasta. They're not staples. You know. I'm kind of overlooking the fact that you rudely cut me off because I was going to make that point. And, and I'm just kind of like, you know, going through your, you know, tirade there. You didn't actually <laughs> need to stop me. You didn't actually need to stop me. You should have just let me keep keep going. But it, the thing is, is that like, you know, like you said, it's it's not staples. You know, if it were staples, if we were looking at somebody – you know, 173 dollars is what they stickered these steaks at. 1.7. They mustn't. They must have given the. Uh, well, regardless, they they must have used the uh, prices before the discount. You know, the Kroger discount. You know, they're really slow. They're, they must be throwing the book at her. But you know, if it if this were one hundred and twenty seven dollars in something like, you know, pasta or beans, rice, or or like real staples like. You know, if this woman would, would have, uh, you know, squandered off with, you know, a fuck ton of rice, beans, and spam. I, I you know, me personally, I would have been like, all right. Mm. You know, but but four, four luxury, good cuts of steak, you're not trying to get by. You're trying to get over. Okay. You're not trying okay, to get okay by. Cuts you're trying time. to get over.
0: <laughs> just, just
1: to point and, out, and I, that's,
0: did, I didn't actually mute you. I just want you to know. <laughs>
1: I know, I know.
0: Um, so, yeah, you, that's exactly the thing, though. There have been many situations where, you know, if, if she had taken, like you said, some kind of small item that can be stretched out for long periods, I've been hungry. I've never been starving. So don't don't misinterpret that. I've been hungry. Um, and I've lived on ramen noodles. I've lived on rice. Um hmm You can buy a a pound of rice and that can last you quite a while. (laughs) Uh, You get a pound of rice and a good rice cooker, you're good to go. (laughs) But she she didn't do that. She took steak. And, you know, it it brings up a big debate. Uh, When you see people go to to grocery stores and they buy steaks or lobsters or or crab legs or, or stuff of that nature. And they use their food stamp card. People get really offended by that, and they say, you know, they, you know, uh, you're 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 on the government dole, or for whatever reason, and you're using it to buy these luxury items. And it brings up a very very interesting debate to have. Um, yeah, you know, they're allocated a certain amount of money for whatever reason. We don't know the situation behind it, and we're not even going to try to go into the reason. But for whatever reason, they've been it's been determined they're going to receive this amount of money for this period of time. Um. Are you saying just because you're poor you shouldn't have the ability to enjoy something in life? Um yes, I agree that you probably should think long term, but yeah I can see both sides of the coin and I don't know how I feel about it either way. Uh it's one of those things I I have like an internal debate with that that very question. And I don't have an answer.
1: Now Actually, you know, I actually have some experience on this because uh, at a few points in time in my life, I have actually had to be the beneficiary of food stamps. And I am currently now a, uh, a child of the system, so to speak. You know, I'm on Medicare and I am on Medicaid. You know, I'm, I'm on, you know, those social welfare programs because of my own circumstances. But speaking about sp- food stamps sp- specifically... You know, um, you know, I'll use, I'll use, um, my experience when I first got diagnosed with, with MS and had to leave my job at the prison or at the jail, I had to go on food stamps in order to, you know, feed my family. It was a prison. And well, you know, (laughs) uh, the thing is, is that what, what it boiled down to is I had a family of four and. You know, we were we were allotted a certain amount of money every month that that was, you know, they they've got an algorithm or a matrix that they use to t- to calculate the the uh, stipend that you get based on your family size, and you you are responsible for making that money last you throughout the month. If you use that money and effectively feed your family throughout the month without needing any extra assistance or, you know, if if you make ends meet with what you are given, then, you know, nobody should really, nobody should really comment or, or, or judge you on, that. you know, it's not like you can go in and appeal it. Like you don't go in and it's not like a negotiation. You don't sit down with the social worker and be like, well, you know, my family's got special needs and this and that. No, that's not the way it works. You go in there you're like yeah I've got 3 people in my family they're like okay you know uh based on our sliding scale here with 3 people well you know our our you know one of them's got heart and we don't care about we don't care about that we care about the number of people with 3 people you get this much money we're going to give you this much money it's your responsibility to make to make you know make survive. do with that <laughs> right so if they're going in and loading up their carts and spending all their money and getting all these fine items and then still crying that their coffers are empty at the end of the month. Well, that's, that's kind of, you know, that's where we can look at somebody and be like, Hmm. Yeah. So well, I remember you know, growing
0: up my, uh, I, I was in a single parent household and we had food stamps and this is back when food stamps were actually in a book that looked like, and you opened it up it look like monopoly money.
1: Oh, yeah, 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 I, that, that was, yeah, the 80s food stamps kids. Yeah. That's, that was me too, man.
0: <laughs> but there was only certain things you could spend it on. And it, it actually was like written on the damn money. And then eventually they went yeah. to the, the WIC card. But, you know, there was only certain things you could spend it on. It was like milk, uh, cheese, grain. Well,
1: well, that's, that's WIC. Yeah. That's WIC. And WIC is different than food stamps. Now,
0: food stamps were... Now, now You had the WIC card, but you also had the food stamps that, like I said, looked like Monopoly money. They were very brightly colored. And you pulled, like, the $20 one out of the book and you paid with it just like money. Mm-hmm. And they gave you cash back. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you would go in there with a $20 food stamp and buy a pack of gum uh, so you could get the cash to buy other things because there was only certain things you could buy with it.
1: Well... I mean, you know, food, there's so many ways to defraud that system and, and we could really rant about it all day long, but what are we, what are we, what are we going to give the, uh, the steak bandit here? You know, uh,
0: I have a, I have a personal dislike of shoplifters, um, because I worked in an industry for a long time. Well, not long time, but a while, uh, where we were essentially, we were loss prevention, we would go in i was a professional shoplifter for about a year buck um i would i would go in i remember i and, remember and i would rob uh, stores for two to three days and then we'd go in and, and come in on the monday morning and show all the an employee meeting how much we were able to shoplift in like a two, two to three day period and then we'd teach them how to catch shoplifters and do stuff like that um never once was i caught never once i can shoplift like nobody's business um now of course I had lots of documentation to show the police if I ever did get caught but I I digress. Um I know how much you know businesses are are harmed by shoplifting and I also know how much that our products have to be increased in price to make up for that. And it, it's you know them shoplifting affects everybody. And you know the I feel one way if, so, it's, if it's you're trying to keep somebody alive and you're trying to feed kids, but she's bitch stole steaks, so no. mm mm-hmm. um, I'm going to have to give her at least a three.
1: That's what I was thinking, too. Three. Yeah.
0: Okay, our last story for this episode comes from fox 43 Orlando. And Buck, we've been holding off. There's been this will be our third Florida story of the episode, so it doesn't it doesn't qualify for our, our omnibus because it, there's only three out of the four. But I think this one does qualify for a little something. Let's do it. Florida man, Florida man, does whatever the fuck he can. Makes headlines every time. Florida's paradigm. Look out! Here comes Florida. Man. Here comes Florida man accused of tackling deputy, kissing stepsister, and attacking parents. Oh, God. uh, Deltona? Deltona. Yes, Deltona, Florida. A 20-year-old Deltona man is facing eight felony charges after tackling a deputy during a violent fight, according to the uh, Volusia County Sheriff's Office. The alleged fight started when the suspect's girlfriend said she saw him forcibly kiss her 16-year-old sister. Let's stop. I know that until you are innocent until proven guilty, and you don't want to say that this thing happened until they're convicted. But can we... We know a fight occurred. There's video of a fight. Can we not say the alleged fight? It's not alleged. It's factual. The fight occurred. We don't know the... Right. We don't know that what's leading up to it. So you can don't have to say allegedly a fight occurred. No, there's video. Here it is. Let's watch it. You know... <laughs> I digress. Right. I digress. Investigators say the incident happened on March 29th, but also happened to be the birthday of the suspect, Russell Slimon. S-L-I-M-O-N. Slimon. A family member dialed 911 after the fight broke out. My stepdad pulled a gun out on him. I'm scared, ma'am. Please help me, said the caller. Deputies drove up on the chaotic scene on... Uh, Babcock Avenue where they found Slyman on the ground fighting another male. Everybody get on the ground now, shouted the deputy. The audio captured on his body cam. Uh, the deputy, with uh, with his taser drawn, appears to have the fight broken up when Slyman charged the officer. <laughs> it never had to happen, said Glenn Ford. Ford still had bruises on his face and two fractured ribs from the fight when his stepson Oh, geez. He said it all started when he asked Russell to leave after Russell forcibly grabbed and kissed his stepsister. He grabbed the dog leash. I was sitting on the table like you saw me. He came behind me, pushed his mom out of the way, wrapped a leash around my neck, pulled me off the chair, and started strangling me right there on the ground, said Ford. Ford said he started to black out. I thought I was going to die, said Ford. The incident report states Russell also tried to strangle his mother when she tried to intervene. Ford said he got up and grabbed his shotgun, which led the fight outside. He almost got shot here and he almost got shot again when the cop told him, "Uh, my wife had every right to put him in his place with a gun because he was being strangled from behind. Russell is facing 10 charges, including eight felonies. Some of those charges include battery, child abuse, and resisting arrest. Glenn hopes this incident gets his son the help he needs. Uh, but in the meantime, he is not allowed back in the home. Damn.
1: Well, happy fucking birthday.
0: No shit, right? Happy birthday, son. You're going to jail. Wow. <laughs> There's a lot to unpack there. So the, the dude, dude, like, he's 22. The kid's 16. He like grabs her and forcibly kisses her. I'd like to know what what that entailed. Um, But then a fight ensues and he decides to grab a dog leash and choke, try to choke out his stepdad. Um, Then guns get involved. I mean, this is like Florida.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, this is, this is, you know, Jerry Springer, man. You remember that? Like, does he still, is he still putting shit out?
0: I, 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 think that show is finally canceled i don't remember um but yeah this would definitely be something for the jerry springer show
1: oh yeah every day of the week they could probably do a two-parter episode on this wow there's Um, just a lot going on here
0: so the jerry springer show ended in 2018
1: (laughs) okay I mean, like every all hands on deck with this with this whole situation, man. We got step parents fighting. We got mom pulling guns. We got stepsisters getting forcibly kissed. We got a guy whose name is Sliman. Very, very ironically appropriate. You know, I mean, everything about this was written in the stars. I just like how how do forces align? to create this much Florida in one.
0: <laughs>
1: it is, I, I blame, and, and, and I blame people...
0: the Spaniards.
1: <laughs> no, man. It is. It, Florida is strangely close to the Bermuda triangle. This is true. You know, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, you know, mm, it's it, mm, that it, what in the ever loving shit? Either way, man, like this guy's a this guy's just an asshole. Like so, I, I just I don't I don't know what's underlying here that would have created this whole shit blizzard. You know? It is if, a
0: birthday party. I, I'm I'm gonna guess I don't know. Maybe it's
1: drugs and alcohol.
0: Maybe. Maybe. Or he's just a dick. Some people are just naturally dickheads.
1: Yeah, 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 but you know what? You sprinkle in a little dash of booze and you can really reduce the amount of fucking shamelessness somebody has. Or increase the amount of shamelessness. Reaching over and forcibly kissing your 16-year-old se- stepsister. I mean, like, that screams high or drunk.
0: Or just a natural-born rapist.
1: Mm. I, You know what? Yeah, I mean, either way, I'm going to give this asshole a four. I mean, uh,
0: he, he actually tried to strangle somebody. He used a dog leash. He to, uh, yeah, a that's five. true. We're giving a five in my opinion,
1: but I'm going to stick with a four. You, but, go ahead. You're allowed. you know. <laughs> All right, folks. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for giving me permission to stick to my four. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Either way, you know. Uh, go ahead and close us down, man. You know, I hope I hope every uh, I hope everybody has a great week. You know, thank you so much for for listening. You know, please like and uh, subscribe and share this episode with a friend. Remember, all we're asking you to do is pay a little bit of attention. You know, yeah. we we truly enjoy putting out oh, this production you know for Hell, everybody. You, and you
0: don't even have to pay attention; just turn it on and walk away.
1: <laughs> that's precisely what I do, just to get our view count up.
0: Now, oh, oh. why did you tell me that? Uh. i don't
1: i don't actually do that i can't I, my phone's always in my hand dude like i'm not i'm not walking away from my phone
0: hey anyway, folks i'm the ras he's the buck i hope you have a good week and we'll catch you on the next episode of the social liability podcast <laughs>